welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Hi, friends. Today, I want to talk about feelings. It's okay to cry, cause crying gets the sad out of you. It's okay to cry, it might make you feel better. (laughs) Bonus points if you can name that musical. I was in it with my brother when I was in middle school. But it really, it sticks with you. Like, I didn't quite know the lesson (laughs) then. I mean, I knew it was okay to cry, but I was in the habit of not allowing myself to feel those more negative feelings, sadness, anger, frustration. Uh, When I started to feel it, it made me really nervous and I would block it away and pretend like I didn't. Uh, I told myself, I'm a happy person. I'm just happy all the time. (laughs) So that is not what I'm meaning when I say that it feels good to feel good. That's my goal. Like my goal is joy. My goal is to feel good. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to allow myself to push away and deny the full gamut of feelings. And this has been a lesson that has taken me a while to learn over time. But when you deny your feelings, it leads to this inauthenticity. And most likely, it comes from a coping mechanism that you developed when you were a kid. I know it did for me. So it's something worth looking at getting curious about, as Brene Brown would say, diving into. When you deny your feelings, they're still there. They didn't go away. They're just bubbling under the surface. And as you've probably felt in yourself or maybe witnessed in something, someone else, it leads to a blow up often. Whereas when we allow our feelings, we are then more easily able to release them. They pass through us. And I think Uh, especially for me when I was younger, part of my issue with feelings is that I saw them as being me. But we are not our feelings. So you may feel sad, but you aren't, like, you you don't want to say I am sad, right? Sad isn't me as a person defining me, right? And that's, that's that's the amount that I, of importance that I gave feelings when I was younger. Instead of seeing that it was just a feeling that's not me, it's just passing through me. And I think the time that I started to really learn that lesson is when I was in this program where they taught me a three-step process. And I've made it a little bit more my own, but basically the gist of it is the first step is you recognize and you name it. Say, there it is. That's not me. That's a program. right? And you can use this for feelings. You can use it for anxiety. You can use it for um, those thoughts that come back to you. I've mentioned it in previous episodes, but for feelings, let's just say for feelings, you might say that is anger and I'm feeling it at a level eight out of 10 and I feel it in my gut. So that's the first step. You name it. Name it and recognize where it is. When you name it, that's putting it outside yourself, right? There it is. That's not me. That's anger. It's an 8 out of 10 and it's in my gut. 
The second step of the three-step process is the hardest, especially if you're not used to it. So it took me a while. It took me a lot of practice. But you allow it. You feel it. You let that anger be there. You just focus on it and feel it. And then the third step is one of my more favorite ones. You release it. And when you release it, you say, thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Because it was there for a reason. It was there to protect you. It was there to help you. But what you've recognized is that holding on to it is not helping you. Denying it is not helping you. So you feel it and then you release it. And you let it pass by as feelings should. The topic of feelings has been on my mind because in the last couple of weeks, I've had a lot of feelings. (laughs) We had to suddenly say goodbye to both one of our cats and one of our dogs. And anyone who has pets knows that they are like family. It's not easy. And so I've been experiencing grief. And grief is tricky. (laughs) Grief is tricky. There was definitely the temptation to eat more comfort food and drink alcohol, and try to do those numbing techniques, right? Because it just hits you. Like you might be doing something where you've been focusing or maybe you've been actually happy or content and like, and then all of a sudden a memory hits you or who even knows what triggered it. Suddenly you're just, you're feeling that emptiness. You're feeling that loss and you're sad. And it can be confusing, right? Because you have to keep going on with your everyday activities. You're still like, go, go, go. That's the way our, you know, our world goes. And so it's like, well, how can I do something like this normal activity when I'm so sad from the loss of this family pet? Or maybe for you, it's even like a person, which is like, I can't even imagine. And so you're going through these ups and downs. So what I have found that helps me is using that three-step process. Allowing myself to sit in that grief. If if sadness comes on me, then I'm going to say, hey, yeah, I'm really sad about this. I really miss Rock and Axel. And I'll just let it sit there. I'll recognize what it is. Feel it for a minute and then let it go. And go on about whatever it was I was doing because usually it hits you when you're in the middle of doing something. For example, proctoring a math test. (laughs) Students might have been confused why my eyes teared up. (laughs) But I didn't have to share, right? Our grief can be our own. We can share, we can not share. But I tell you what, it definitely did not help when I tried those numbing techniques of eating that comfort food and drinking that alcohol. It just made my sleep worse and made me have brain fog. And what I noticed was when I was going through this period, the the emotional energy that I had to use exhausted me. Like my energy was so low and that's unusual for me if you know me. And so here my energy is already low and then I don't get good sleep because I didn't make good eating choices and I can't think straight, both from the lack of sleep and from the brain fog from the food. And then it just makes everything worse. 
And so I was really happy that soon, soon after that, I had a new focus, right? I had a program I was doing. So there was a a program and a workout to press play on every day and a journal entry that helps you to go internal. And I got better at going back to my meditation practice because those are the things that I know for me help me to feel my best self. And when you have these extra strains on you, you want to make sure that you are in your best self. So that's in a nutshell, my answer of how do you go through day by day? It really is just awareness and allowing. And I think self-compassion It's okay that we're complex. It's okay to be happy when you're in grief. It's okay to laugh at something, to enjoy a moment. And then maybe the next second you're crying. Like, that's okay too. And then maybe the next second you bounce back. There is no judgment. It is all okay. However you grieve is how you grieve. And that's your journey. And you are allowed to have that. Hi friends, I wanted to take a break from this episode to tell you about an opportunity I have for you to work with me in person this summer. I will be leading my Impossible Summer Renewal Retreat in Empire, Michigan from July 25 through 28. This retreat will be focused on renewal. So give yourself the gift of intentional time focused on renewal, renewing the body, the mind, and the soul. It will take place in one of the most beautiful, not-to-be-missed areas of the United States, the Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore area. If you have not seen this before, you must. Each day, we are going to intentionally move our bodies. We're going to be hiking, swimming, doing yoga, kayaking. So we're going to renew our body as the first step, but that isn't completely connected unless we focus on the mind and the soul as well. So we will be doing mindfulness activities, meditation activities, and being fueled with amazing, delicious food cooked by Chef Elsie. And doing this all within the context of connection. Human connection is incredibly important. So through this work, we're gonna, you'll be connecting with people at a deep level and hopefully even stay in contact for support later. You might say this is the adult version of summer camp. So if you're at all interested in something like this or know someone who might be, please reach out to me on social. On Instagram, it's at Lisbeth underscore Koning. And I'll give you all the information about the I'm Possible Summer Renewal Retreat. No matter what is going on in my life, my goal is joy. I want to feel good. Sometimes the gap to get to joy is much bigger than other times. So I like to use the emotional guidance system by Abraham Hicks. Basically, it's like a numbered system with joy at the top, number one, leading all the way down to grief at the bottom as number 22. And when you are in grief and you are wanting to get to joy, right, you're, you're not going to jump right to joy. I mean, highly unlikely. Instead, you know that you're just going to take little steps to move up those emotions that will lead you to joy. So, for example, jealousy is number 20. Maybe, maybe at one point, after you've been feeling deep grief, you are feeling jealous for people who aren't feeling grief. That is a step closer to, just two steps closer to joy. And anger is number 18. Maybe you're angry. I'm angry. 
that Brock had what happened to him, that it came on so suddenly, that we had no idea and there was nothing we could do. Yeah, I feel anger, but anger gets me closer to joy. I know, it's, it's surprising, but it does. And then worry, number 14. Frustration is number 10 on the list. Boredom is actually number eight. And hope is number six. Hope is getting you a lot closer to joy. Because it's okay to work to feel good. Gratitude is almost always where I start. So this past weekend, we were at our, our outdoor leash-free park where we like to take the dogs. It was Brock's favorite place to go. And there's a beach there for the dogs. And being there, looking out at that water, you know I was crying because this was his favorite spot. So in that moment, I pictured him in the water and I thought about all the times that we took him there and I felt very grateful that we did that and that he had the opportunity to live here and enjoy that. And then I was grateful for the dogs that were there that I could watch in so much happiness, enjoying themselves. And I was grateful for our dog that we had with us, Obi. So you just have to find, like, what can you be grateful for? And that lifts my heart. It brings me out of that painful, painful grief. Closer to hope, closer to joy. And now that I have been in the practice of feeling the feels, allowing all of the feelings, even the anger, got a lot of practice of that with my divorce. It's not so uncommon for me to jump around so much. I don't sit in the discomfort as long because I'm not denying it anymore. I'm allowing it and then releasing it. So that's my challenge to you for this week. Bring awareness to your feelings. Bring awareness if you catch yourself wanting to deny feelings. Try using the three-step process. There it is. That's not me. I feel blank. It's a blank. It's what number is it? Where in your body do you feel it? And then allow it and then release it with a big thank you. And then reach out to me and let me know how that went. friends that is what I have for you this week I encourage you to feel the feels try the three-step process and then reach out to me on social media I'm on Instagram at Lisbeth underscore Koning also if you are wanting more assistance with bringing in the intentional work with workouts and nutrition and how I take care of my mind and my body I have a new group starting on June 20th and I would love to have you be a part of it We are doing a program that is a combination of fire workouts and flow workouts. So fire is more the strength training, the cardio and flow is more mobility and balance. The whole, it alternates every day and the whole program goes along with this journal where we're tracking our daily habits and have a five minute journal prompt. So make sure that we have that time where we're checking in with ourselves on different topics. It has been so helpful for me and I would love to have you join me. So if you want more information, just reach out. You can find me on Instagram. Otherwise, I hope that you have a fabulous week full of all the feelings. (laughs) 
and of course, lots of joy.